his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. You are somebody that I don't know. But you're taking shots at me like it's Patron. And I'm just like, damn. Year's Eve 2019 here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Taylor Swift's top hit of the year 2019. What will you remember 2019 for? What are you doing on this New Year's Eve 2019? And any resolutions going into the new year? Also, stories of past resolutions that may or may not have been successful. And yes, I'd like to hear if you had been to Times Square for the ball drop. It looks awesome on TV. It's definitely a bucket list item for me. But if you've been there, you have some pointers. Maybe you went and you thought it was awful. 803-0930, star 930. The Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is open at 3930, and we have been getting some great text in. We will go through those after we check in for one final time in 2019 with our friend Dan in West Seneca. Dan, good morning. And good morning to you, Joe, and Happy New Year, and I hope it's a prosperous one for you. Uh, you and your listeners, and, and Mr. Sandy Beach, let's not forget him. He's on vacation. Uh, I want to thank him for uh, a very enjoyable year, and I want to wish him well also. Yes, and like I said, Dan, we cannot wait until the team is back together on Thursday. Well, uh, very entertaining. I enjoy it, and I know that I have the uh, opposing point of view, uh, but I, I enjoy the banter, and, and I hope uh, your listeners do as well, and, and I hope it's a little thought-provoking. I think that uh, uh, we're pretty well-educated here in western New York. We're we're pretty fortunate. But uh, for the new year, <laughs> I guess my biggest wish, and it's not going to happen, is that the political climate um, would just cool off. I, I wish both sides would just stick to issues. I wish both sides would just execute their own agenda. And I wish they would try to leave it to the electorate. Uh, to use their own brain and, and make a decision. The, uh, the sensationalism, the, the propaganda, uh, misleading deliberately and, and saying that, well, people should be smart enough to uh, decipher everything, uh, that's kind of a cop-out. I, I think that 
if our leaders will become leaders and they will put the interest of the nation ahead of their own political goal, uh, we would be better off. Well, Dan, and I don't disagree with you, but don't you also think that people in the mainstream media, and I'm not going to single out one particular cable news network, also needs to differentiate when they're doing a news program and when they're offering commentary? I I, I agree with that statement 100%, and it used to occur, uh, and I have heard even Rush Limbaugh just knock the crap out of it, but it was something called the Fairness Doctrine. Um, And I can remember even when John Otto, he is very, very old, legendary, and and, and I think he tended to be more conservative than he was liberal. Um, But even before his show, it used to say the views expressed here on this program were that of the host and not of the station or the network. So when, when you have a disclaimer like that at the beginning of a program, it changes the way that you approach uh, coming in and listening to it. I, I truly believe today that one-third of all America believes that Rush Limbaugh is the Walter Cronkite of this generation, that he is the the truth in in media. Well, Dan, Dan, I, I am going to take issue with that because I think if you listen to talk radio, they do news at the top and bottom of the hour, mostly like this station, uh, and, and then their talk shows usually start 06 or 07. I think the problem with cable news is they present most of their shows in the same format as a newsroom show. Well, I think there's truth there. I'm not going to say that that is the absolute truth. Uh, And what you just said even makes uh, my point of view, uh, you make me believe what you just said makes me believe my point of view even more. I'll, I'll point out in this market, you guys are very fair to me, but I'll point out in this market that there is uh, no liberal talk because the powers that be say that there is no money in liberal talk. So uh, I think that we're at a disadvantage there. And I'll point out something that's a little different than when I was a younger person. There are so few that control all the airwaves, the, the, the amount of companies that control what we see on television or what we hear on the radio are, are little more than a handful, um, where years ago, uh, different entities owned lots of different stations and they competed with one another. Um, it was a, a very different environment and using the argument that I've heard on this station that there's no money in liberal talk you could extend that and say that, oh, my God, are we living in an era where unless there's money in the subject matter of the news or the content of the program, we're not going to air any of that. Uh, that might be bad for America and its democracy also. Well, Dan, hold on, and I'll let, I'll let you finish. But if it's not selling, I mean, the point of any kind of business is – to make money. And in radio, you have to have listeners. And liberal talk has been tried out here in Buffalo. It was tried out in Rochester, and it failed to get listeners. So, Because I think, personally, I think people who tend to lean to the left watch more television or depend more on podcasts 
when they're in the car, they're not listening to talk radio. I mean, it is a format that has been tried over and over. Look at Air America. They went bankrupt. They had some of the biggest names in liberal politics. I, I, I can't dispute anything that you said, okay? That doesn't change what I just said. And I pointed out the potential danger that if the only content that the consumer is going to receive is one that can turn a profit, then very possibly uh, we are in danger. I, I would say that you cannot run a country the same way that you run business. Um, and that is what's trying to be done here today. And um, I think it's an experiment, and, and I think that we're divided 50-50 as to whether or not it's successful. Um, there has to be a greater good. I, I guess that's what I'm going to say. I'm not 100% sure what the greater good is, but I think that money's important. That's undeniable. But the welfare of the people and the quality of the society in which we live is very important also, and I would like to see a politician who has a better balance between the two of them and not so tilted in just one direction. Well, and Dan, I'll say this, just one more on, on the talk thing. You know, when I got hired here at WBEN, no one asked me what my political opinion was. You know, the first time I went on the radio, no one knew where I stood politically. I, I think it's just, you know, most people that do talk, do tend to lean more conservatively, uh, and that's where people listen. Remember, also, Rush Limbaugh was a response to a perceived and, I think, confirmed liberal bias in the media when you talk about network news and cable news. Well, I think that is true, and I think that... Um it's kind of becoming dangerous to me, Joe, because um, I can't find the truth. I actually have to listen to Rush Limbaugh, and then I have to go to another network who tends to be more liberal, and then I have to try to decipher uh, what was the agenda for this report and how does it relate to me, and is it true Um and that is uncomfortable, and I don't think it's, it's totally helpful. I think that a fairness doctrine was good. I think that responsibility in the media on both sides, the greater good, uh, we all love the flag, and, and I wish we still said the Pledge of Allegiance, and I'm a Democrat. Um, uh, you have to protect that. We no longer protect it. We make money with our own point of view. Uh, Limba, undeniably the most successful person in talk radio ever, maybe the biggest personality in media ever, uh, he's making billions of dollars. So therefore, there is no reason that he should change his point of view because his point of view sells. That doesn't necessarily mean that his point of view is the best thing for the country. I'll defend his right to his point of view because that's the country that we live in. We are free. We need to protect those freedoms. But there is a responsibility to protect the 
democracy, to protect the ideal that America is more important than any one individual, and it allows it allows one individual to succeed the way that Rush Limbaugh did. Uh, that's the American dream. I, I hate to see it lost uh, in the steamroller uh, that biased media has become. All right, Dan. Well, I thank you for your call, and I hope you have a great New Year's. Happy New Year to you, and, and really, guys, thank you very much. I enjoy everybody. Uh, I find the different points of view very stimulating. Um, and you handle it really well, Mr. Beamer. I think you've got a bright future. Well, Dan, I appreciate that and looking forward to talking to you in 2020. My, my comment on, uh, on what Dan said, you know, I, I think Rush is very entertaining. But I think people know Rush is looking at the news through his opinion. And he is giving his opinion. He is supporting it with facts. And I think if you look at the, the setup, if you look at the clock for a national show, that's why you have your news at the top and the bottom, and then you have opinion show afterwards. Just for example, here at WBEM, 5 to 9 is a news program. You get news, four straight hours, nothing but news and interviews to set up your day with traffic and weather every 10 minutes. Starting at 9, we have news at the top of the, bo- of the hour and at the bottom. And then after you hear that newscast out, that is a talk show where people are invited to share their opinions. I think that is very well there, – there's an obvious differ, difference between what is on at noon and what's on at 12.06. I think if you turn on CNN, you can't tell where the news is. And where the opinion is, you go from a newsroom setting to Anderson Cooper, who is in a newsroom setting, to Chris Cuomo, who is in a newsroom setting, and then Don Lemon, whose show has the word news in it. I mean, it, it's not, it, it, it's opinion being sold as news. I mean, Jim Acosta, can you think of anyone more biased in in the media, cable news, network news, local news? Can you think of anyone more biased than Jim Acosta? But he is supposedly the White House senior reporter. So they don't differentiate between their opinion. I think if you listen to this station or others that do talk radio, you can definitely tell where the news ends and the opinion begins. 803-0930, talking New Year's resolutions. I will agree with Dan that I hope we can mend the divide. I hope we can find a way to accept other political opinions. Democrats accept the conservative, conservative, except the Democrat opinions. doesn't mean we have to change our mind. It doesn't mean we have to try to convince the other side that we're right all the time. But just accept that, hey, we don't agree when it comes to politics. We don't agree when it comes to a policy matter. We can have a civil discussion over it. And like I said yesterday, go have a drink. I will agree with Dan that I hope in 2020 we find a way to uh, come together and not be so divided along party lines 
throughout the United States of America. 803-0930. What are you doing? New Year's Eve 2019. How are you spending the final hours of this decade? Your resolutions for 2020. And I'd like to know, have you been to Times Square? What is it like on New Year's Eve? Would you recommend it? Were you disappointed? I'd love to hear those stories because as it stands right now, it's on the Joe Beamer bucket list. Let's take these calls in order. Frank will just break at 27. Let's go to Ron in Oshawa. Ron, good morning. Morning, young man. I think you're well on the way to becoming a new Sandy Beach. I appreciate that, Ron. I could never replace Sandy Beach, but uh, to be put in the same sentence as him means a lot. I think it's true. It just takes time. So New Year's Eve in northern Canada in small outposts. I was stationed the police in the far north, so at the strike of uh, midnight, out comes the pots and pans, the shotguns and the rifles and the dogs, and it's one wild night of shooting. I would drive out in the ice in the, in the uh, GMC Police Suburban, park out in the middle of the ice, aim at the moon, fire six shots with my Colt, reload, go back to the village. That was, that was midnight on New Year's Eve in northern Canada. Lots of fun. Sounds like it, Ron. Sounds, uh, what will you be doing this year on New Year's Eve? I read and I write. I'm a guy who has no television, no computer, no cell phone. I live in the old world and I do quite well. Hey, Ron, and we appreciate that you tune in to us from, uh, from the other side of the border. All the best to Texas, Terry, from a fellow veteran in Canada. The Yank troops are very good. All right, Ron. Hey, you have a great New Year's Eve and we hope to talk to you in 2020. Listen to you later. Bye. Thank you, Ron. Ron in Oshawa, thank you for the compliment. And the phone call opens up a line for you at 803-0930-STAR-930. When we come back, we will take the callers sitting on hold. We will take them in order. Also talk to you at 803-0930. And the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board open at 3930. It's Joe Beamer in for the legend, the Hall of Famer, Sandy Beach, who will be back Thursday at 9. So stay tuned and can't wait. I haven't seen Sandy since a few days before Christmas. So looking forward to uh, catching up with him, seeing how his holiday was. And I'm sure he can't wait to hear from you. It's WBEN. Welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer with you on New Year's Eve 2019. How are you spending the final day of the decade? Will you be going out tonight? Are you staying at home? 
maybe holding that special someone extra close at midnight? Will you be going to a party? Are you going downtown to see the ball drop? Or are you going to do a little bit of everything? You've got a few rides lined up. You're going to hit a few parties. Go see the ball drop and then maybe hit a few more parties. I did that one year uh, back in college. So 10 years ago, um, a bunch of friends were from high school were in town from, from school. And we went to a party that started at my one friend's house. And three of us decided, you know what? We want to get downtown to see the ball drop. So my buddy, who still to this day does not drink, awesome to bring to a party. He will be your designated driver. We drove down, saw the ball drop, had a uh, toasting of champagne, and then drove back to the party. It was pretty cool. It was a, a very eventful last-minute night for New Year's Eve. I can't remember if that was 08 or 09, but somewhere in there. So what are you doing tonight, 803-0930? What are your New Year's resolutions? And yes, I want to know if you've ever been to Times Square to see the ball drop. We'll go to Steve in Niagara Falls. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Joe. How are we doing today, Steve? Oh, pretty darn good, I think. Now, are you ready for uh, 2020? As ready as I was for 2019. <laughs> now, Steve, uh, I hear you went to Times Square. Yes, I went to Times Square. I was 18 years old, and uh, I'm 72 now, so do the math. All right, a while ago. Yes, and I went when you could come and go as you liked. You could uh, kind of drink in public even. Nobody really cared. And uh, things were a lot more lax. Right now, I would say to you, if that's on your bucket list, redo your bucket list, sir. Okay. Okay. So not, not recommended. Well, here's the problem. And to me, I mean, maybe it's an old man problem, but uh, I know even young guys occasionally have to relieve themselves, especially if they imbibe. Coffee, beer, doesn't matter what. And uh, if, you, if you go into the Times Square area, they're already announcing it now. People are lining up. Once you go in, you're not allowed to leave. If you leave, you can't come back. No backpacks, no, no containers, and no toilet. Now, I'm not real good at math. I mean, believe me, I'm, it's one of my really, really bad points in life. But the idea of spending between 6 and 16 hours in one place without uh, eating, drinking, or using a facility just doesn't appeal to me too much, regardless of the weather. Yeah, I mean, I have to tell you, Steve, I uh, just being here at work at 1041, I've already gone to the bathroom three times. So I'm not sure that would be overly comfortable for me to have to wait all that time and not have an accessible bathroom nearby. Well, if I have watched the ball drop ever since I was a kid, since probably since I was like seven or eight years old, I've watched the ball drop in, in Times Square because to me that's New York, and I was I was born and raised there. That's uh, I spent my first twenty five years of my life in New York, and um, I'm I'm proud of the fact that I made it through there, and I enjoy the parts of New York that I remember, not the politics which I see now, and not the filth and the, the overcrowding and all the other things. There's a lot of things about it I really don't like, and when I go back to New York City, and I do really enjoy going back. I can't wait to get in there, and within one day, I can't wait to get out. So 
And if you watch the Times Square ball drop, which I said I've watched every year, I can't stand when they cut in all the other stations. I just want to see the ball drop in Times Square. And when they show it, they show people packed in like sardines, and there's no facility anywhere in eyesight. And you can't even get out of the crowd because if you do, you can't go back. Uh, I don't see a place to get anything to eat or drink, and you don't even see people eating and drinking in that crowd. So if you want to stand on your feet, in one place without anything to do or have or enjoy or even relieve yourself for somewhere between 12 and 16 hours, I would guess, just so you can see the ball drop in Times Square. Well, God bless you, and I hope you're one of those people standing out there, but I'll be watching it on television at night. All right. Well, Steve, thank you for the inside look, and we hope you have a great New Year's Eve. One more thing, please. Yes, Steve, of course. Okay. I am going to spend at home on the couch with my wife and have a very small imbibing because I believe in drinking. And uh, the couch won't be moving and I won't have to drive it. The one other thing I would like to add is I just want to say to that gentleman in Texas who took care of business, God bless you, sir, and may you live a long and healthy and very well-adjusted life. Steve, thank you so much. God bless. Steve in Niagara Falls. And like I said, you're going out tonight. You're going to have a few adult beverages. If you don't have that designated driver, make sure you have a ride lined up, a taxi, a ride share. Maybe a bunch of you are chipping in for a party bus or a limo, but just make sure before the night starts, you know what your plan is to get home safely. You don't want to start 2020 ruining your night or someone else's. 803-0930, star 930. You know what? Let's get one more call before the break. We'll go to Gabriel in Jamestown. Gabriel, good morning. Good morning, Joe. You're doing a great job. I appreciate that. Uh, My New Year's resolution is to pray for Nancy Pelosi to actually pray for President Trump. (laughs) Well, Gabriel, I have to say, I think that's a far-fetched one. (laughs) Yeah, I think so, too. I would also... um, Pray for her to actually follow the tenets of the Catholic Church instead of being a Catholic in name only. And I would include Andrew Cuomo on that list. Well, you know, Gabriel, I have to say, as someone who is not a Catholic, uh, it is, for for looking from the outside, it is interesting to see uh, Governor Cuomo, to see Speaker Pelosi push their Catholic beliefs when it's convenient for them, uh, but there's no record of that in their governing. Yep, exactly. Uh, and it, to, to me, when they pull that out, when it's convenient, and then to act the opposite, to me, is the height of hypocrisy. Uh, how can you be a good Catholic and be for aborting full, fully gestated uh, children? How, how, can, how, how, do they, uh, how do they balance that uh, the Catholic Church is totally opposed to abortion, and yet we have a governor who pushes for and gets legislation passed that approves uh, executing fully gestated nine-month children and even allowing for babies who've been born to, uh, to be aborted, not being given the essential medical care need to survive. I mean, to me, this is insanity. It's the height of hypocrisy. Gabriel, that seems like a good question uh, for Albany. <laughs> what are you doing for New Year's Eve tonight? What am I doing? Yeah, what are you, how are you bringing in 2020? Um, just going to spend it a, a quiet 
night at home with my girlfriend. We're just going to watch the ball drop. We're going to watch, uh, you know, the Buffalo ball drop, and they'll probably switch back and forth between that and Times Square. So it's just going to be a very uh, mellow. We're not going out. We're not going to do anything. We're just watch TV, and that's it. Well, Gabriel, I uh, hope you have a good night. I appreciate the phone call, and you know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't think too hard on those resolutions because I wouldn't put any money in Vegas on them happening. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't place any bets on it either. All right, Gabriel, have a good one. That's Gabriel in Jamestown opening up a line for you at 8030930. By the way, that lift code you get $10 off two lift rides tonight. No reason not to be safe and get home safe. The code is Buffalo NYE19. So there is no reason not to get home safe tonight. Do not put yourself, do not put anyone else in danger. Let's all have a fun and safe New Year's Eve. We will get to more calls when we come back. It's Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer with you here on the final day of 2019, New Year's Eve. Spending it with you, asking, how are you spending your New Year's Eve? Any New Year's resolutions? And have you ever been to Times Square for the ball drop? Stephen Niagara Falls says, eh, not really worth it. You're kind of crammed in there. Nowhere to go to the bathroom. By the way, someone texted in, Joe, if you've gone to the bathroom three times already, you might want to go see a doctor. I have been drinking a lot of water. I probably should have thrown that in there. Um, I usually, in the morning, try to go through two or three bottles, uh, big bottles of water, to stay hydrated. So thank you for the concern, but I have, there's a reason I've been drinking a lot of water. 803-0930, star 930. Let's go over to Snyder and talk to Paul. Paul, good morning. Morning, Joe. (laughs) Paul, what are you uh, doing this New Year's Eve? Well, uh, I don't really have any plans. Uh, just kind of hanging out, take it easy, and uh, just chill, you know. Um, yeah, I, just before I get uh, too off on a tangent with that, um, I just wanted to try to remember somebody from uh, during that we lost in 2019, if that's okay. Of course, Paul, go ahead. Yeah, and I don't know, I don't recall uh, it being mentioned uh, yesterday and not so far today, but uh, I just wanted to remember Larry uh, Barrow, uh, the fellow that's known as Williams O'Leary. I believe he lost him on January 31st, 2019, and uh, for some reason it seems like a million years ago, but it was just this year. You're right, Paul. That was um, the height of winter 2019. And anyone who is from Williamsville or did business in Williamsville uh, definitely had interactions with Larry and knew uh, and knew him well. And it was really sad to hear him pass away this year. Yep. So just wanted to give a shout out in remembrance to Larry. Uh, yeah. And uh, for resolutions, Joe, uh, I think about 20 years ago, I stopped making, my resolution was to not make New Year's resolutions anymore. So <laughs> so you've, uh, you've been following that one for a few years now. Yeah, 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 for a little while, yep. Uh, I guess, um, uh, 
You know, something stuck out earlier today in the program that you said that the Buffalo Bills are starting out 2020 with a playoff game. That's right. The new decade, the Bills are in the playoffs. Yeah. And uh, so I had I, I thought about that and reflected about the Buffalo Bills a little bit. I've been a lifetime fan. Uh, I mean, we had season's tickets back in the mid-60s to the mid-70s. Um, uh, of course, I was a little kid then, but, uh, you know, so, I mean, just to give you a, a little bit of a context of, you know, a lifetime fan. Um, but I think back to uh, um, one of the uh, great Buffalo Bills, uh, Bruce Smith, in 1990, he had said, uh, you know, the, he made the proclamation that uh, football players are entertainers. And that, that kind of, I always, that kind of stuck out. And, uh, to me, and I kind of, that was a sour note for me because I thought they were football players. <laughs> well, you know, it, I, I think some, Paul, are both. You know, you look at a character like um, even Tom Brady. Uh, you know, he is a great athlete. You, we don't particularly like him that he's always had the Bills number, but he's an amazing athlete, and he's also been able to turn that into being a spokesman for uh, certain companies, to be in advertising. He was in uh, TED, you know, so he is a personality. He's entertaining, but he's also one hell of an athlete. Oh, that's a great example. Thank you for, thank you for bringing that up, yeah. Um, and I love that you mentioned Bruce Smith on Virginia Tech game day since Bruce did go to Virginia Tech. Yes, sir, that's correct. Yeah, that, that, that just kind of came out that way, and that's good. Uh, you got to love it when stuff like that happens. Oh, you know I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, Paul, you have yourself a great 2019, all right? We'll talk to you in 2020. All right, my brother. You take care now. All right. Paul in Snyder gives us time to go talk to Toby in Buffalo. Toby, good morning. I always wanted to go to uh, Times Square, but I never, never kind of materialized, but I guess planning where you where you are, I guess it would be, you know, spend an extra couple thousand maybe to get a balcony or something would be cool. Um, we always go downtown the first night. Um, we're a family of non-drinkers, and the kids, it's inside, so it's not weather, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about that. We do see the ball drop sometimes, weather permitting. Um, obviously, you can't have the kids outside for a couple hours in the freezing cold, but always a great time, great people. Um, as far as that other guy talking about, like, uh, Catholics and politics, no matter what, you can never mix it. Separation of church and state, uh, it's very important to do that because one person's belief is not another person's belief. Same way they were harassing Trump about not taking immigrants in because he's Catholic. One thing really does not have to do with the other because he can't put his personal beliefs on the country that he represents. So he has to make a choice what's best for the overall people. So it applies on both sides. Um, and no, I don't like Cuomo, but it does apply on both sides. Well, hey, Toby, thanks for uh, thanks for the call, and I hope you guys have a great time downtown tonight. Oh, for sure. Always a great time. All right. Toby in Buffalo opens up a line for you, 803-0930. Toby also giving us a great topic for a show down the road in the near future. One hour to go. The last hour you will hear Joe Beamer's voice in this decade. 803-0930. Also, you're 30 seconds away 
from hearing the last Randy Bushover newscast of this decade. So, hey, uh, we, are, we are finishing up the 2010s. We are finishing up the year 2019. What are your resolutions? What are you doing tonight? And, yes, those stories of New Year's past. It's Joe Beamer. One more hour here on News Radio 930, New Year's Eve 2019 on WBEN. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 